0: I finally felt like it was like a dream job at the very end. Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now.
1: Sugar! Stop it. Come up here. Come on. Come lay down. I was gonna surprise you. Am I gonna ruin the surprise now, or should I try and save it? Because remember, I was gonna do a surprise last time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and... You said you are going to do it this time.
1: Yeah, but I, like, totally forgot about it. Yeah, I was going to enter the Zoom with my bridesmaid's dress on. <gasps> oh, that would have been a great surprise. Yeah. Pretty exciting. I just didn't want to put it on my gross body. Um, oh, I not that I don't, my body's always fine. gross, but it's currently gross. I um, don't blame you. But anyways, what are we talking about today, Brenna?
0: Um... Oh, she's so tired. So tired from all the work I've been doing. Um, How long ago was it? I guess over two weeks ago now. The big Twitter layoffs happened, and I was unfortunately part of that, along with pretty much my entire team, except for two people. Um, My team had like 14 people on it. Uh, So it was all of us, and then two people (laughs) that are still there, actually. They decided to stay for the time being just for like financial reasons. Like, I don't blame them. A lot of people are being kind of, a lot of people have the luxury of leaving because they absolutely Mm -hmm. hate it. But, you know, people that are on visas and all that stuff are kind of stuck there, which is sad. So like the majority of the people that are still there are like on visas or, you know, in some sort of um, financial hardship or whatever. And, you know, working for tech is good money, so I don't blame them. Um, I'm glad that I got the decision made for me because it was kind of, I feel like I would be, I would kind of want to stay and maybe be optimistic and like, Kind of be like, oh, I, I can still make this work, even though it would never be the same. So I'm kind of glad I got the decision made for me. Um, yeah. And I'm sure everyone's seen all of the insane stories that come out like every day. Um, I haven't and, really, so yeah. I'd be interested. To hear. <laughs> um, I can't really say like too much because I am still employed okay. with Twitter for until January, um, and so basically uh, everyone that got laid off still is under like code of conduct and stuff until January. So no one can really like go do a bunch of art or don't do a bunch of interviews or whatever, unless they like leave on their own accord. So we are all employed till January and then we get like a severance package after that. Um, so I can be fired at any time. So I will not, you know, I'm going to be careful. Um, but yeah, I think it's not that anyone listens to this, but it's just been, it's been a complete whirlwind. <laughs> um, yeah, I bet. And like, I, uh, I think it was, so it was, I think I talked last time, it was the night of the, it was literally the night of the Blackpink concert. Um, So I was with my one coworker. We were actually in person together, which obviously like never happens because we all live across the country. Um, So I was in person with her uh, and we were at the concert, like getting texts from all of our coworkers, like this is what's happening. Everyone's getting these emails, like here's what's going on. Um, And then We after the concert, like we were kind of aware of all that going on, but we hadn't had word that we were laid off yet. And then after the concert, we went to cookout and um, I was in the car with another person that used to work at Twitter. Who's her sister. Um, And uh, we were like uh, we were just sitting there and I was like, let me see this email for myself. Like I saw screenshots of it. I was like, let me see this email for myself. It was just the initial like, hey, we're going to be sending out these layoff emails. It was just the initial one that was like, these are coming. Um, and, and I logged into my email, I opened the Gmail app and it said, your accounts have changed. My work email was totally cut off. I went to Slack, no access anymore. So I just was oh completely cut God. off. That's how it happened oh. to everyone. They did it. Like we're assuming they did it alphabetically because it went like by last name and people just got all cut off. Like we got cut off maybe at like 10 PM or 11 PM and then didn't get the actual email that we were laid off until 3 AM. So like, we didn't really know what was going on. Like we weren't sure, like totally was sure. this on a weekday? No, it was actually, yes, it was a Thursday night, I think, was the concert. Ah. Um, And so that was like, I think, a full 50 percent of the full time workforce. Um, So that doesn't include contractors, which there are also thousands of contractors that just included full time. Um, And I started Twitter as a contractor, so I have like knowledge of that whole process as well. Um, But Mm -hmm. it was. Basically, but not luckily, but like I'm glad my coworker and I, we both got laid off together. It wasn't like one person didn't. um, And, you know, it was good to have each other there. Um, I didn't really like think about it too much. I went to sleep after the concert and I was like in this weird, surreal like daze. Like we were all on Twitter just talking and like going through kind of all these tweets, tweets that like they would gotten laid off and just seeing everyone that had gotten laid off. And it was just like the most surreal thing. And everyone was on um, Twitter spaces, which is like the audio the audio thing on Twitter which launched while I was there and it's really cool. And everyone was just kind of like there were a bunch of tweeps in these spaces just talking. It was called like tweep therapy sessions and we were all just talking okay. as people got laid off one by one, basically. And like people were I didn't have my work computer or anything and I couldn't log into Slack, but like apparently people were just sending like the salute emojis over and over again in Slack because everyone was getting their axes cut off. So it was like this like kumbaya moment. Oh my um, god.
1: Which that is sounds- crazy. something and of course like world war ii about that
0: i didn't i didn't like have access to anything at that point so because i was literally at a concert and i couldn't even get on my work computer because i wasn't home Mm. i was traveling so i couldn't like see for myself that i lost access to everything um but when i got home my work computer was like totally locked out um luckily we had kind of known all this was coming we had like you know saved all of our personal stuff and we had kind of wiped our computers of you know anything we wanted like resume and stuff and yeah, we had gotten kind of the stuff we needed for resumes and all that. Um, But it was, yeah, it was like crazy. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, fuck, I had to get on a plane really early. And I was just in a bathroom stall sobbing, um, talking to my one coworker. And she was like, do you just, can you just go to the bathroom? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Cause my flight was delayed. And I was like, I'm just going to go sit in this bathroom because it was like, it didn't hit me till the next morning. It was just so sad. Um, And there's, it's not even like, It's not even, like, the fact that it was – it's not – it kind of – at first it was, like, why did I get chosen and not, like, my other coworkers that did the same thing as me? Mm -hmm. But then I realized it was totally irrational to think that because I think everyone just got picked completely randomly. Like, it was totally random. I mean, my manager got laid off um, and kind of, you know, the majority of our team did except for, like, you know, two people and it was totally random. Um, So once I kind of got that, like, I tried to kind of not – have it be an attack on me. It was mostly just then absolutely devastating that like my best friends and the culture that we had made would be no longer, no matter if I was there or not, it was totally changed and everything was different. Um, So it's not even like FOMO, it's like nothing will be the same. So there's no, it's just, it was awful. I finally felt like it was like a dream job at the very end. Um, It took a long time. It took like after I got promoted and stuff, um, but it was like the best job and the best culture and the best company to work for. And I think any tweet will tell you that. Um, But now it's just a complete dumpster fire. And, you know, 75% of people are pretty much gone. I think 50 got laid off. A bunch of people resigned and quit or got fired. And then he also did that email the other day that was an ultimatum saying, like, if you you choose to leave, you know, don't respond to this Google form or whatever. So a ton of thousands of people left or hundreds of people left after that. So there's really, the company is pretty much, like, 80% gone. Oh, my God. Yeah. And all the contractors. So the contractors were still, like, for like a full week, nobody knew anything about the contractors, so they just sat at their computers, and we didn't do anything um, for a full week. The contractors that were still there, and then all of a sudden, they just lost access, and that was it. Like it was so, the communication was just nothing. There was no communication about anything. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So, Oof. and our, even if I was still there, our jobs are totally different because all the Twitter handles like were locked. So like we don't even we're not even the main thing of my job doesn't exist anymore. Like none, it's so many things are just thrown by the wayside like it doesn't even yeah it doesn't even it's matter it seems like everything. yeah um and the people that are still there we're just you know hearing what they're doing and it's just crazy like how much stuff they're doing to compensate and how they're working on the weekends and all this stuff where it's like I I can't imagine um I'm glad I have you know the holidays off and I'm still getting paid because I don't think I could deal with all of that stress and
1: Mm-mm.
0: um Yeah. So I think it's, it definitely was a mourning experience, which is kind of weird, but it felt like, it felt like I was, it felt like a heartbreak. It it was just weird. Yeah.
1: Well, it's very disheartening Um, and devastating to like, even though you're grateful that it wasn't personal, there's also something about like all of the extra work and like effort you put in
0: to yeah. be like a good employee was just like also not considered you know what i mean yeah it was kind of just yeah it was and people also were making claims about you know the whole diversity team was cut like a lot of different mm-hmm. things um and a lot of different legal action i'm sure is taking place i'm yeah. not going to get involved because it's like hundreds of people are already doing that and i'm like i'll just take my money and i can't like i don't want to burden myself with any of that but there's a lot going yeah. on behind the scenes i'm sure of different you know, um, and like I just saw a story yesterday about the Twitter Ghana employees. Did you hear about that? Um, where they all I've the- heard
1: about the Twitter over like change is that there's a bunch more of like like the oh yeah word with the hard R is um, <laughs> yeah really yeah. raising rising and on twitter i guess okay, i'm continue. just
0: in like i guess i'm in that bubble and i just we watch like the late night shows every night on youtube so mm-hmm. we watch like seth myers and jimmy kimmel and like all of them and they all talk about it 24 7 so i feel like i'm yeah. just in that bubble but um yeah the twitter ghana office had like just opened like a week before <gasps> the layoffs and they all got oh. laid off and they didn't get like any severance or anything so they're all, they all decided to not take what was offered and, and sue because, like, there was only, like, 12 yeah. of them, but they just opened the office. Like, all of the international people got completely screwed over.
1: Um, mm.
0: So I don't really know. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm definitely, I feel like in this situation, the people that got in the initial round of layoffs are the complete best off because we get, yeah. you know, severance and we get paid still. Um And we're not stuck, you know, working godforsaken hours or forced to go back into the office, which I'm not really sure if that's I couldn't do that anyway. So if that was the case, because he kind of he prioritizes, you know, being in an office, um, Mm -hmm. whereas all of us were hired with the idea that we'd be completely remote for the whole time, like that's in our contract. So um, it's just kind of crazy. And it's it's so weird because it feels like this is something that happens to people so late in their career and I'm having it happen so early. But it's like such Mm -hmm. an interesting learning experience. I um, mean, I'm so grateful for the time I did have there, but it's just sad.
1: It is <laughs> sad, um, and you're about to get married, and, like, there's so many reasons why. I know that it's happening to so many people, and so many yeah. people are in, like, a worse situation, but, like,
0: yeah, but I'm yeah. still really
1: sorry this happened to you.
0: It's, it's all right. I think that um, I'm also just the outpouring of love from all these other companies that are, like, we'll hire you, we'll hire you. I mean, I have recruiters in my DMs 24-7, like, do you want this job? Do you want this job? Like, it, Forward it's just. Some to me. Yeah, honestly, I should. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. They're all they're all tech jobs, I think mostly. But I have that like a couple. Sense. I have a couple. Um, I guess you do do so. You are a social media manager, or you were for your parents. So like, you do this. Yeah. We have the same experience. I also
1: for art and object, I manage the Instagram. Oh yeah,
0: you did. Yeah, honestly, we do kind of. Have, I'll I'll see if I see anything that and would interest part you. Part oh, of
1: my. I handled the whole back end of the website, too, for
0: actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's kind of what I did for my old job as well. But I actually did get a, a SCAD recruiter in my DMs for their social media. Wow. But you have to live in Savannah. So I was like, I'm not going to do this, but I'll pass this mm. along. Um, but obviously I don't think you would live in Savannah. But <laughs> nah. um, But I was like, oh, that's Maybe cool. one day.
1: Maybe um, one day.
0: So yeah, there's, there's a lot of, of love and support, and um, all of my team is still, like, we talk every single day, and we're all getting on Zoom calls and chatting and, like, <laughs> continuing basically to have meetings like we would as if we were still employed together, so. That um, is really
1: nice to have a group of people to experience that with. Yeah, um,
0: I and, and still, I kind of selfishly enjoy having people still on the inside so I can hear what's going on, because there's, like, yeah. a tiny, tiny fraction of people that are still there, and I'm, like... I'm happy for them because they are getting to like experience a lot more stuff and have stuff to add to their resume in the future because they have to like all these people are gone so they have to really step up. So at mm-hmm. least even if it's hard now, like they do have that they're getting a lot of experience really quickly, which is good. Um,
1: like so. Greg when uh, the pandemic started and he <laughs> like had all that experience wrangling <laughs> travel. Plans oh my god! For all I totally for,
0: I forgot about that podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's another other thing is. Oh
1: yeah, it made me think of it because i I think that's literally what I said. like you should add this to your resume, crisis management <laughs> I
0: forgot about that,
1: yeah, because he did a lot with international yeah. people too.
0: the way he was ex- yeah, you're totally right. I feel like I forgot that completely when the when I first uh first got laid off, I was like trying to like make docs and stuff to like help my teammates and like doing stuff from the outside, <laughs> and I felt like I just oh. need to do something. Like, I need to, like, you know, build, like, have a list of resources, like, because we knew the contractors were going to get, were going to get the boot eventually. So I was like, well, they were still there. I was like, let me try and help them as much as I can. Because what else, I mean, like, I feel like I, it was kind of a way for me to taper off, like, what I was doing and continue to still kind of do Twitter work. And then it was funny, the day that I got home, I ended up, so I flew home and then I went to my parents' house because um, I live about an hour and a half from the airport now. So I went to my parents' house before driving home because I was like, I'm too tired. And I ended up sleeping all day at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, my flight was in the morning and I just slept all day because I was like so just exhausted and emotionally yeah. just... <laughs> That's
1: how you know. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: how you know. And I, if my, all of a sudden my dad was home. I'm like, what? Why are you home? And he's like, it's five o'clock. I'm like, oh, what? Um, <laughs> so... It was definitely and it was interesting. I I have actually really enjoyed like being able to commiserate and like just talk to my dad about like corporate job stuff. Like it's very yeah. weird. <laughs> and Disney of Disney of course is going through a lot of stuff now too with they're doing layoffs and of course Bob Iger just got reinstated as CEO, which is like my dream.
1: Wow.
0: So, there's, but, yeah, either. it just it was nice to it was nice. The support system was very nice and it's yeah. it's definitely something that I appreciate and having to get back on LinkedIn and like seeing how LinkedIn has like changed and seeing how people use it and get go viral on LinkedIn. I'm like, what people use this platform yeah, for all this it's stuff?
1: Weird. It's like social media now.
0: <laughs> I mean, it kind of, yeah, it was never like this social media. I don't know. I, I definitely have some like jobs that I'm kind of in the running for, but I'm just trying to take it slow and work on writing, which is what I was going to talk about. But. I had
1: a question earlier, but I don't even remember. You haven't started the new Legendborn book, have you?
0: No, it's... Oh, yeah, it's out now. I've still been trying to... Okay, good. No, I have not.
1: By just, I mean, like, November 8th. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I have been still reading Renegades and stalling because I've been busy. So, busy doing nothing.
1: No, I get it. Um,
0: But it's like, yeah, it's weird. It's hard to... I'm not really doing anything, but it still feels like I have full days somehow. And I'm like, how did yes. I work a full-time job?
1: Oh my God. Exactly <laughs> how I feel right now. I mean, applying for jobs is a full-time job.
0: Yeah, but I'm really not doing it. Like I did a lot of the growth work like the first week when I really need mm-hmm. to be distracted. And I was like devastated. And I was like, let me just do as much as I can to distract myself and move forward. And now I'm just kind of wait now, especially because the holidays, it's like going slower with people reaching out and like applications yeah. moving forward. So... Um yeah. But But I do uh, for full days.
1: I mean, I guess there are things that you kind of put to the wayside when you're working. So you're catching up on those. And things Mm -hmm. just come up. But yeah, I was like, I can't believe I signed myself up for this many activities when I was working because like Mm -hmm. how would I have survived a day like today? I barely survived it as it is. I almost hit a cat on the way home on Monday. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, if I had hit that cat, I don't know what I would have done. Like, I would not be here. I would not be okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. God. I mean, period. If that happened any day, I would not be okay. But like the fact that it happened day.
0: Yeah, I got you. Day...
1: <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't know. It's been weird. Um, but, uh. I'm not necessarily ooh. not enjoying it.
1: Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Um, there's actually a whole headspace like course about unemployment. Really, um, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It, it really just browsing through the titles made me realize like how valid of a like grieving experience it is. Um, I think they started it at the beginning of COVID. But what I okay. said ooh, ooh, cool. about was. Um, uh, <laughs> Soft quitting. Quiet
0: have you quitting. you heard of this? Quiet well, quitting I guess the same this. thing. Yeah, yeah. I okay. have, definitely. But I've heard it, like, debunked and, like, quiet quitting is just having boundaries for yourself and all this stuff.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just made me, like, the crazy... Just the... All of these infringements on, like, workers' rights and decent human respect made me think of that, because I know it was, like, a tr- Twitter trend thing at some point um, yeah
0: it was I mean wild. the best thing about my job is my so my job beforehand was working for um, that local business and doing all of his social media and doing like literally everything for him and mm-hmm. um, because I was like kind of I don't know I kind of just worked for myself like I was working just kind of whenever I could get stuff done and like I only I didn't have a separate computer I was just using my personal computer so it was like very intertwined with my life to the mm-hmm. point where I was so grateful to have more structure when I worked at Twitter, which was just like nine to five every day. And I really thrived in that. And I, even when I became salaried, like I still stayed that way because it was just like, so nice to have that structure and have that differentiation and Twitter totally. Like, I mean, yeah, if you were a little higher up of a manager, you'd have to be on sometimes like on call, but mm-hmm. really they like really emphasized setting those boundaries and not, Especially with, I'm lucky that I was like kind of at a lower level in the company because people at those lower levels never had to. They always were just nine to five. You could leave. You can totally not think about work. Don't even have to. I didn't have like Slack on my phone. um, Like Mm. to, I didn't have notifications turned on. Like I just, it was really great. Um, And I know that that's kind of a big thing at other companies. And now it is not at Twitter. So Uh, they had in all hands, for example, over the weekend. So I mean, or like for a certain org. So I mean, just hearing all this stuff is just crazy um and i you know that that's how he runs his other companies obviously so like then there's all the other companies he owns that do the same thing so it's just sad um yeah and i understand like hustle culture and all that but at the same time you're you're a human being so yeah um but yeah i've had more time to write and think about what i want my career to be and ponder things and really like wonder if some I could work for myself and self-publish and all those things again are popping into my head because I'm just so dis- disillusioned by traditional publishing that I hate it so much.
1: So is that a good segue? Yes, I
0: have been, I don't know, it's obviously when you get laid off, it's a good time to contemplate what you want your career to be. The only issue is that I don't really have the luxury to do that for very long because I'm the breadwinner, so I need to at least find another thing Yeah, in the interim to get money on the table. Um. But yeah, I've been thinking a little bit more about it because I'm, I've been, what, querying for, it's been like four years, <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> which is not a long time and I've only queried two projects and like, it's not the end of the world, but it's just frustrating and it's exhausting. at the same time at the same time all of the self-published authors that I follow are all like you know don't choose self-publishing because you couldn't make it in the traditional world like you should choose it because you want to do this and like this was you know your dream and I'm like but what else do I do because I'm sad (laughs) (laughs) um so it's just frustrating um yeah I I queried like a ton the past few days for my second book that, like, was ready to query again, so... And I immediately got a response back and was like, send me the manuscript from one agent, so that's nice, but um, I'm not holding out hope. uh, It's
1: still really nice, though. That's the first time that's happened so quickly.
0: Yeah, right away. And he's, like, on vacation. He was like... I got, like, an out-of-office message first, and then that. (laughs) I was like, great, well... (laughs) um, But, yeah, I think it's... And like, I don't, because of the, the agents that have had like interest and in stuff, I feel like, I feel like the traditional world has not made me think I'm a bad writer has just made me think like my books are not right for the market right now. Cause that's so much of what it is. It's not really, mm-hmm. um, especially with, and I just watching like content creators who self publish and like do YouTube and do TikTok. And like, that's how they get the majority of their books sold. It's just like, that's something I could do. And I've always been like, should I just be a YouTuber? But it's so overwhelming <laughs> to even think about that.
1: Um, if you ever want to talk about, because I know we joke all the time on this podcast about how nobody listens to it, and <laughs> that is just definitely true to an extent. I mean, I just found out MK says she listens every time, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> she just okay. told me she. My family to doesn't listen. So. Well, she only talked about it to me to say I stole a joke from her. But
0: oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
1: Um. But anyways, if you, I've been thinking lately about, like, if there's something that we could do together that would, could be more, s- uh, not successful, but, like, I don't know, that could help us grow more. Because we've, I feel like we've learned a lot from this and it's not really changing right now.
0: I mean, it, it, we're not uh, putting any like straight up like marketing effort into it. This is just, honestly, this is just kind of like, we're just too, coast, we're just coasting, which is fine. Cause like, I still enjoy it. It's just,
1: yeah. And we still both yeah. get a lot out of it, but I was like, I yeah. wonder if there's something we should add to it or something. So it's interesting that you've been thinking about content creation. Yeah, that's
0: I don't know. Funny. I just, it is pretty, it's scary. Um, cause obviously self-publishing involves a lot of money up front. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, it's like, yeah, I don't just want to, like, give up and be like, I'm giving up and going to this thing that I didn't want to do in the first place. But, like, the more I do research it and the more, like, people break the stigma on it, especially, like, on TikTok and stuff where a lot of people, like, a lot of indie authors are getting a lot more success because of social media. And um, I was actually talking to my therapist about my, like, kind of mindset on it. And she said that, you know, that's how, that's, like, how artists got made was, like, they would bring their, like, Mm -hmm. like, how, like, old school, you know, they would bring their demo to studios, they'd all get rejected, so then they'd, like, put their demo out, and, I don't know, just all this stuff about yeah. old school, old school stuff, like, old woman talking to me about old school stuff. Yeah, uh, like, uh, Will
1: Smith with his, uh, <laughs> his first, no, I'm serious, I listened yeah. to a podcast, and that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Anyways.
0: just, yeah, I think it's, I think the, the amount of crap in, the, that gets self-published is awful, mm-hmm. so it obviously gives it a bad rep for people that, you know, but people that actually put a lot of effort and time and yeah, it's just, I think yeah. I've, I'm just kind of like, I know I'm only 26, but I'm at a point where I'm like, I kind of want to get there and be published yeah. and not have to sit here and wait on other people or procrastinate. Um, Cause like, it's hard to finish. It's hard to finish a novel when like, I know that the timeline is so long and the waiting is Mm -hmm. so insane and there's so many steps when it would be just, you know, a lot of people self-publish like multiple books a year. And I'm like, that was so much. But also at the same time, I get it because this traditional publishing takes like two years once you sign a book deal. Um, It's just, it's just a lot of pros and cons. And I think a lot of it is mindset Um, and that I would have to, The overwhelming nature of having to basically market myself and actually get a following um, is also scary. So, yeah, which I mean, like I could do as a traditionally published author, too. It's just they I would they would like my book would already be in like Barnes and Noble, hopefully. So, I mean, um,
1: you can start doing it here if you want.
0: I mean, yeah, I, that's like why I first started when I first started like my Instagram and my blog and this podcast, that was the idea. But then I just got so like, yeah. I was posting stuff I didn't care about and I was like, there's no point in this. So.
1: Yeah. No, I get um, that. I've was been, tough. um, an artist that I subscribe to because my, um, unemployed focus wormhole thing has been more <laughs> in the art direction. Yeah. Um, illustrating and you know, like actually making myself a presence on art station with a portfolio and. This artist I subscribe to on Patreon just did a video about social media. Um, And I've watched her social media content before. And social media is something I've kind of honestly given up on lately after my most recent Instagram got deleted. I mean, I have one now. But, like...
0: That must have been, like, just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. (sighs) I was like, like, what's the point? But anyways... um, Yeah, I feel that. It did kind of get me a little inspired about... I think so much of it too has to do with like the platform that you're on and like just yeah. not being afraid to try new platforms. If something isn't serving you. Um,
0: that was hard for me like too. Cause I f- like, I, f- I, I feel like all nervous. that I want to do, or I feel like it was kind of the, the mindset a while ago was like beyond everything, but now it's definitely shifted where it's like, you know, pick a couple and nurture them. And that's kind of how you get, because like the audience will be there like if you as long as you pick ones that aren't like brand new and nobody's on i mean there will be an audience on there
1: yeah Um. or oversaturated yeah (sighs) i don't know so i have my um big mirror in my bathroom is full of like i have my uh whiteboard marker and i just have a bunch of like tiktok ideas
0: (laughs) you just wrote tiktok ideas on your mirror in your bathroom that's iconic
1: yeah because I was um (laughs) just thinking about like what is actually interesting about my art to me like what would I actually enjoy talking about and what would be a good platform to like host that and I was like well a lot of my art has like very specific historic references and like unpacking those and then like I could sprinkle in unpacking actual historical artwork because all artists forever have been referencing each other so you can literally trace it back through history shocking um... all those
0: times that I like realize I basically have rewritten The Hunger Games in my books and I'm like oh my god (laughs) exactly (laughs) my bad Uh, this character is literally Gale this one is literally Peta. this is a problem Um, yeah I that's I think that's Like, I would rather just only be on Instagram, but I know that so many authors go viral on TikTok that, like, I would have to get a TikTok because it's just, there's no way. Like, it's, I still don't have a TikTok, so. I still just watch a bunch of old TikToks on YouTube and Instagram (gasps) reels all day.
1: (laughs) I do that! I specifically on, I mean, I have a TikTok, but for a while I deleted it because it was stressful to me, and I would send Mary Kate, like, TikToks on YouTube, and she'd be like, why do you watch TikTok on YouTube? I don't know anyone who does that. And
0: you do it. I do it because I literally (laughs) saw, I saw one today too that was calling me out. It was like, if you're like, if you think you're so cool because you don't have a TikTok, but then all you do is watch them on YouTube and Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Uh. But in in like a way, like I like it that way because I don't have to have another platform and I still get all the benefits of TikTok, maybe just a little bit later.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. But I mean, there's so many ways to go. Like, I don't even think you would necessarily need a TikTok because it really is about If you're making content that you don't like, it's gonna...
0: It's gonna show, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think there's so many different things out there, like Goodreads, you could just, like, really commit to... Honestly, I should do that because I read so much right now. (laughs) Um, And I have a Goodreads and I keep track of my books. I just hit 30 books.
0: For, like, the year?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna
0: say, for your whole life?
1: (laughs) No, 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 for this year. (laughs) I'm actually starting my 30. I haven't used
0: Goodreads in so long.
1: My goal was thirty for the year. So.
0: Doesn't um, Amazon own it now, or no? Is that something else? Probably.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Thanks for ruining it. Uh, probably. No. Um, but yeah, just so many different things on the internet and places to exist, and as we can see clearly, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Twitter users. Um, yeah. If any, I know a lot of Amazon. a lot of
0: like authors, and it is still a big place. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are leaving, like not even now, a lot of authors were leaving before all this because of like, it's just a lot of, it's always been a lot of, you know, negativity and yeah. toxicness. But and Especially um, with
1: Trump gearing up for his new run. That's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's very interesting that he doesn't even want to come back. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> Yikes. All I know um, is that he announced it during Taylor Swift's ticket sales. So.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm completely devastated, heartbroken, all the things. I did not even get a pre-sale code, so... I'm sorry. Um, But, I mean, I'm sure I could find resale, but it's probably going to be... have to be way closer to the show, because otherwise it'll be a million million dollars. But
1: it's sad. It's fine. (laughs) Somebody told me they think she's going to do another tour at small venues. Interesting.
0: That would be nice. Like arenas and stuff. I mean, she's already doing so many... She already added a bunch more dates, so...
1: Yeah, huh, I don't know, but we'll see. Have you thought at all any more about um, short stories? Yeah, just I not actually talked.
0: In? I talked to my therapist about that too. She brought up like, um, what would, like, what if you the way you got into like the way you built an audience was like sharing short stories on these social media platforms or like sharing mm-hmm. kind of you know snippets of stuff, um, and I was like, yeah, I think it's ugh, I yeah i need to Hmm. i like have short stories that i've written that i love but it's just hard i want i want to have a book (laughs) and i'm
1: just
0: just like stuck because i'm like i want to grow an audience but i also just want to have it now and have a book so what do i do i get it it's just like analysis what is it called analysis by paralysis paralysis analysis where it's like
1: yes there's just too many
0: things and it's like i don't even know where to start so i just don't do anything for months
1: you could send it to me, and then I could illustrate it. That's true. And then we'll post it on a social media platform.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we'll go viral uh, and be famous.
1: Yeah. Perfect. No, and then we'll do... Solid plan. podcast episode is this? We'll do 58 more of them.
0: <laughs> uh, we could... Uh, honestly, like, I wonder if we just... Took snippets of this podcast and put them all over tiktok like we would just go viral eventually and it would be fine and people would listen to all of our backlog and like but that takes I mean, so yeah, yeah, much yeah. effort i would i'll hire somebody on fiverr to do that
1: <laughs> i mean does it take that much effort
0: i mean no it would just have to be like listening and finding clips and
1: but don't we have a tendency to put the best <laughs> clips at that's an end of each cut that's true could literally just like Instead of recording an episode next month, sit down and find audio clips together and then post something.
0: I don't think anything is going to be as good as the Ned cheating one. That made me laugh nonstop when I was listening to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can start with that. That would do so well on TikTok.
0: That really would. <laughs> what would the video the in the background be? Guys are still be? talking
1: about it. They just posted it without a recipe and um, all of Ned's It was amazing. I Did you watch it? it? And then the, at the end, when Ned's uh, like, you could just yes. see his branded T-shirt. Ridiculous.
0: I, I am like, they couldn't have handled it better. I just, I'm so happy for them, and just they're killing it, and it's fantastic. Oh, uh, and I, there was one where he was eating a he was like eating a banana in the background, so people were assuming like, oh his his pop tart flavor was must have been banana related, and people were like, why the hell is this man just eating a banana? Because they cut out obviously all of his parts. <laughs> <laughs> just, yep. Just chaotic craziness, and I loved every second. Um,
1: yeah, at the beginning when it was like a totally normal season,
0: and it was Zach's little thing was like not no longer the fourth best.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, I love it. Do you see that Dan put out a video today, titled like, "I've been in relation or I'm in a relationship or something," but it was obviously no. Clickbaity. and. <laughs>
1: So funny. I did watch he's I like his um existential whatever whatever it is talk show thing. Yeah it's interesting. It's a cool format. You probably haven't watched any of it yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. But he had his Nan on one episode, so
0: Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he titled it We're in a Relationship and it was like this is a personal thing, I'm finally telling you and it, it was basically like you're in a parasocial relationship with me was the gist of <laughs> what he actually uh-huh. was talking about. Self-aware YouTubers are the best.
1: Yeah, it's because he literally spent two years being silent and watching.
0: That's true. Taking it all in, all of the chaos of the internet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So are we going to cancel next month's podcast episode (laughs) and make micro-content?
0: I I mean, next month is Christmas, so probably. It makes sense. (laughs)
1: We can still meet up and, and, like, Zoom while we do it.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. I, but then, why do we... Do we have a TikTok for the podcast? Or do we have... Oh, there's too many, too many questions.
1: I mean, we can figure that out as part of it. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I do have one shout-out I want to give to anyone yeah. that actually listens to this. Um, I beta read a series of um of like high school romance novels from this amazing um this amazing author uh kenzie brain is her name and uh i she published them and i have a hardco- or i have a paperback on ah! one of them
1: oh my god that's so cool
0: it's so cute so she she's self-published but like she um i think i was the i was the first person to buy a paperback off of amazon um, and I told her, like, I'm going to read it, I'm going to read it again and then I'll leave a review because I was like, I need to read it again to, just because, like, I want to, I don't know. But I, um, I was just very happy about that and it's cute and I love it and you should look her up on Amazon and order them. Um, but they're just, like, cute little romances and each, like, there's, like, five or six and they each follow, like, a different couple in a friend group and it's just very, like, fun, adorable.
1: Cool.
0: High school YA, like, very, I don't know, stuff I used to read a lot when I was younger mm-hmm. and I love it, so...
1: Sounds very Anna in the French Kiss. Yes, definitely. So that
0: made me happy because I hadn't like I've beta read before for people, but like I don't remember anything so that I've beta read for them. I just remember because I read like her whole series and she was like, hey, you want to keep reading it? And I was like, sure. So I, I read the whole thing and I think she mm-hmm. appreciated my feedback and I tried to be thoughtful and it was very like rewarding. And I was like, dang, this is great. I'm so proud.
1: Lesson. Very cool <laughs> yeah. that you know her and were able to follow through with that and.
0: Yeah. She was like, I promise I'll keep you updated. And they're the first one's live. And I was like, oh, I'll buy it.
1: (laughs) So I did. Right as you're thinking about self-publishing.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, this actually is like very nice quality. Like because Amazon now has their own because Amazon didn't for a while have their own like printing. They would just do eBooks, but now they and obviously like Audible and stuff. But now they they print and it's nice. So there's a lot a lot of like new stuff in the self-publishing world. So Trying to soak it all in and I don't know, make a good decision, but yeah.
1: Well, I believe in you, as always. Yeah. As I always say. <laughs> as and I, I love always the say. illustration on that book, like that is really, it's, really
0: it's really cute. Yeah, everyone is like a different couple and I don't know who she got to do them, but they're very cute. Um, yeah, and
1: the fonts and the, yeah. and the back like it, it Yeah, looks and like cool. all of the
0: the formatting looks really good. Like I love that yeah. little fonts and everything looks cute there is even like the little um what is it called the sep- that when you separate sections what is that called Ooh. it has a name it's like a little popcorn icon for this particular yeah. like it's, it's really cute it's like just cute little <sighs> clip art i don't know what it, you know what i'm talking about though i don't know what it's yeah called. is
1: it like a page break yeah is there a specific word for the art like the little yeah probably
0: I, I just use i just use a i almost said hashtag oof pound sign whatever Oh, really? In my writing, yeah, at least when I'm like drafting, I feel like that's is that what you do? I'm not even sure. I thought that was just common, know. but I don't know.
1: <laughs> no beats clue. Me. There's a bunch of things you do. Is that an anti-hero reference? Um. No. <laughs> oh. <That laughs> I just
0: said beats me.
1: I, I say said it said a lot. Beats me. No.
0: Nice. <laughs> that should like, be. Nish. We should just. Hi. But we just have to do all of the, that's the hardest thing is keeping up with all the viral sounds. Ugh, so you much have work. To keep
1: up with the viral sounds. Well, that's how you go viral. <laughs> yeah. But can you, but you can't all, it doesn't always work.
0: I know. Trust me. I've seen a lot where it does not work at all. <laughs> I'm like, what Man. are you doing?
1: <sighs> I think the biggest thing on TikTok is little communities. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And we're that's both true. cool people with lots of friends. With friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I found an opener quote.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. that's hilarious. <coughs> oh, God. Well. Yeah,
0: hmm. I sure have a lot of friends. You're correct.
1: <laughs> hey, ever since I moved here and started taking my dog to the dog park, I have a lot of friends.
0: <laughs> that's such an adult thing. I'm actually meeting friends in person. Shocking. <laughs>
1: Yeah. but only because of my dog and they're yeah. technically we're technically like parent friends But whatever,
0: <laughs> it's fine. Lauren was tweeting a long time ago this like saga of like her being nervous to go up to like another mom and ask to go like out for coffee or something and it was like this whole saga of just like these parent relationships and how weird it is so I'm like I I don't know being an adult is weird
1: no, literally, when I one of my he moved to Ohio, but like one of my closest neighbor, friend, people, um, he came to Hamilton with my family last minute because we had an extra ticket. Like, yeah, my mom did braces for him. Anyways, lots of information. <laughs> I he's okay with that. Um,
0: that he had braces.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, when when we first moved in, I saw him and his partner training their dog. were doing like outdoor training meetings because it was peak covid um Mm. and like all that like specific effort they were doing and like the tasks they were focusing on i was like oh i approve of their dog parenting i really want to be friends with them (laughs) and then eventually Uh, we were (laughs) love it sometimes you just need some companionship someone who gets it
0: forest doesn't ever get it that's that's probably true (laughs) is very true all right great talk um yes just two unemployed gals hanging out oh
1: god
0: yeah debating what to do with our lives
1: and wondering how the hell we got so busy while unemployed
0: (laughs) that yeah that (laughs) thanks for listening if you liked the episode feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice
1: you can follow us on Twitter at Obsessed Naturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs> I was like, let's just talk
0: about me. Because <laughs> we can't talk about you, so.
1: I know. <sighs> let's just say it. No, I can't.
0: We're both unemployed. Is is the scenario? That's all. I would have a um, lot
1: more to add to this conversation if it was safe for me to talk about it.
0: When it's safe, we could do a we could, do a re, we can like <laughs> re listen yeah. together and do a reaction. Do like the twilight <laughs> the twilight commentary that Robert Pattinson did, Yes, like this movie director's sucked.
1: commentary. I love how that's your first as especially as like a film person, <laughs> someone who's interested in film, like who used to be like I want to be a director. That's your first like. <laughs> Not even director's commentary.